Crypto Watch is presented by theconstantinvestor.com. I'm Alan Kohler, and every day my writing and podcasts put the financial world into context with a focus on the issues that matter. Join us today. It's only a dollar for the first month. And now it's time for this week's Crypto Watch. Greg Demopoulos here from The Constant Investor, and today's Crypto 101 is all about tax. You might not believe it, but yes, there are now accountants who deal specifically with cryptocurrencies. Andrew Bragg, partner at CryptoTax, is one of them. What are some of the key points people should factor in when thinking of purchasing cryptocurrencies, having that uh, sort of tax question in the back of their minds? How does the cryptocurrency work with tax here in Australia at the moment? Yeah. Well, what, what people really should be looking at first and foremost is really uh, what type of who, who should own the assets really at the, end of the, at the end of the day, whether it should be them or whether it should be another family member or in fact another, another entity that they, um, that they need to set up for themselves. So that's very important and things like that with regards to, because I'm finding at the moment a lot of, um, a lot of people that are actually investing in cryptocurrencies at the moment are high wealth individuals. Um, and so what that means is obviously if they're investing and while, while the market is, uh, is going as it is at the moment, obviously any either capital gains, if they're an investor or if they're a trader, the assessable income is actually assessable in their hands. So they've really got to take into consideration first and foremost what type of entity should they, should they be investing in in the first place. So you're saying the key point uh, at the moment is whether people should, say, hold them in their own names so then they get taxed as on their own personal tax return or if they should you know, correct. S- set up a yeah. company and have it taxed at a company tax rate, correct? That's right, at 27.5 cents on the dollar or in a spouse's name if their spouse doesn't earn any income so obviously they're their marginal tax bracket's going to be less because the first $18,200 is obviously tax-free and then it goes up through the marginal tax brackets as opposed to um, by buying the investments and things that in the, in the individual's name that's, um, that's generally uh, got a, already got an income stream coming through from other sources like employment income and things like that, which it gets added to that other income. And so they're paying tax on any profits um, on the investments and things that if they do dispose of those assets and things that they are paying tax at, at their marginal tax rate. And that could be anything up to uh, 47 cents on the dollar, basically, at the end of the day. If the, if the taxpayer is earning in excess of $180,000 in income in, in other areas. So, I mean, it's a, it does, you know, it can hit hard. And do, do cryptocurrencies attract uh, capital gains tax and are they eligible for, say, uh, a discount if uh, people do hold them for the first... 12 months? Uh, yes, they can. They could be deemed. It depends on... on the tax office really looks at um, whether it's actually... whether it's actually um, is undertaking business activities per se. So, um, I mean, if someone's investing in their own... in the, um, in cryptocurrencies, they could be seen to be either a trader or, or an investor. And that really just depends on the facts of the situation and on, on, whether, on how they're going about doing their business and whether they're operating... Like a tra- like a day trader operating in a business-like manner. Um, if they are doing that, the, the ATO is going to be looking at them being basically um, any any profits that are derived out of that type of income. They would be seen to be paying tax on that at their marginal rate. Whereas if you've got someone that's like a passive investment and they're looking for long-term investments, 
Um, they could be, you know, they, they would be looked at as and more of a one-off type of trading environment. And people will look at holding the, the cryptocurrency for a period of time. They would be seen to be an investor and not carrying on in a business-like manner. Um, and if that's the case, um, that, that would be on capital account. Um, and therefore, that is taxed differently in, in a person's personal name or in that of a trust. And if the asset is held for more than 12 months, they could possibly obviously get the 50% uh, uh, concessional dis- uh, discounts for holding the asset for more than 12 months. And cryptocurrencies are still relatively new. Does the Australian Tax Office have a certain stand on them at the moment? Not at this stage, because of the, because of the, the industry is so so new and, and immature at this stage. Um, they've got they give they've provided guidelines on the ATO website at this point in time, but there's no there hasn't been any clarity around around those guidelines at this stage because they haven't been challenged at this point in time and things like that because the market is, is, is so is so immature at this point. Just lastly, is there any final words of advice for people when um yeah, when combining cryptocurrency with uh, doing their tax returns? But what what people really need to do is is think about obviously what especially in the trading environment things that people uh, are, what I'm finding is a lot of people are doing day trading things that so they're do, they're doing a lot of trading from one currency to another, so they're not necessarily um, selling out and coming back to Australian dollars or fair currency. They're actually trading from one cryptocurrency to another. And there's a lot of, there's a bit of a misnomer out in the marketplace. So, so what, what would that be classified as if uh, someone sold Bitcoin and traded their Bitcoin for Ethereum? What would that be considered? Yep. Well, well, again, it all becomes, it comes down to what's the intention of the, of the taxpayer really at the end of the day. Are they, are they trading in a business-like manner? And if they are, basically, what the different, what, what would happen is it would be assessable income. It would be based on the difference between what they acquired that asset for, that initial, say for argument's sake, um, Bitcoin, and what they actually sold it for, for the, for the market value to buy the Ethereum when they sold that Bitcoin to buy the Ethereum. So they'd be paying tax on the difference between the two. And if it's a trader, basically, that'd be assessable income. So that'd be the difference between the two. Um, if it's a one-off in, if it's a one-off investor type of scenario, um, it would go on capital accounts. Um, so therefore, they'd offset other other expenses and things like that against that income. That was Andrew Bragg, partner at Crypto Tax.